It's the Smart Driving Cars podcast. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with the Faculty Chair of Autonomous Vehicle Engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Hi, Alan. Hi, Fred. Got an interesting week to talk about here. Uh, On top, the congestion surcharge for all trips in four higher vehicles in Manhattan below 96th Street is now in effect. $2.50 for each qualifying trip in a yellow cab, $2.75 for each qualifying trip in a green taxi or other for hire vehicles, including services like Uber and Lyft. But by using the ride-sharing option in the Curb app, riders will get a 75-cent reduction in the surcharge. First off, Alan, your thoughts on the whole idea of congestion surcharges and the strategy overall? Well, I think, uh, you know, I guess it's fine for Manhattan, and this is where it's for. I mean, in some sense, uh, if you're going to get a ride by yourself, then in Manhattan, you probably should pay a heck of a lot for it. There's a subway there for you to take, and and so on. So, therefore, uh, uh, having uh, personal vehicles or people, uh, vehicles uh, uh, providing only rides for one person, uh, there should be a, a, a charge, but there should probably also be a charge for everybody who drives their vehicle in Manhattan all by themselves. Uh, why isn't there um, uh, an equivalent surcharge for them? Uh, so the congestion pricing should be, um, if you're using your vehicle to drive yourself, you should pay a congestion charge. If you're having somebody chauffeur you in an Uber or Lyft, uh, you should pay a congestion charge. In Manhattan, uh, but Manhattan is a unique entity. Uh, it's got its set of problems. It also has its solution. Again, it has a subway. You can always take the subway. And uh, what about your your thoughts on this curb app and riders getting this reduction? Um, and it's whether or not there there are more people that, that get in the vehicle or not, right? Right. So I think what the elegant, the really elegant uh, aspects of uh, this whole surcharge business uh, that's put on, been put on by the Taxi and Limousine Commission and so on, or I guess they're the ones that manage it, is that there are two things. One, there's a reporting of every trip that is taken in one of these vehicles. That means there's an origin destination, origin time, destination time, path. I mean, we are going to get such wonderful data on individual trips. Not only we've had them in taxi cabs for now, I think almost five years or something like that, but now we'll have them for Uber, Lyft, and we'll really have that. The other aspect of it is that there is a ride-sharing, a real ride-sharing option. Uh, that's that's created by this. In fact, uh, the the surcharge reduces to seventy five cents uh, per ride if you share a ride. And what's what's really elegant and fundamentally good about what New York City did here is in their definition of what is a, a shared ride. In this case, a shared ride is not you dragging me along to some meeting, Fred, and we happen to be, get in the cab or, or lift together. No, that's not a shared ride. That's a group. And group groups have to pay for uh, pay the full surcharge. 
even if uh, we uh, happen to get in the cab together and you get dropped off along the way, we're a group. Why? Because we pay one fare and I pay it when I finally get out and you just happen to hop off at who knows what Penn Station. However, a shared ride is really uh, uh, what could be uh, thought as a, a casual ride share. Two unrelated individuals who then request rides who that happen to be servable by a, a single vehicle. So it might be that you request a ride and I request a ride and uh, I get in first and then, um, and then it picks you up along the way. It drops me off and then takes you on your final destination. Those are two shared rides. Uh, there are rides that would have otherwise been taken by two be- different vehicles. And now there's only one vehicle taking you. Now, of course, there are not two of us for the, in the vehicle for the whole ride, so the average vehicle occupancy really isn't a complete two, but it's better than a one. And so since it's better than a one, then it is congestion relief. It does take some vehicles off the road, maybe not a whole one, maybe just part of one, uh, because, uh, because we don't completely overlap. If we happen to be requesting this ride as individuals to pay pay for them as individuals or two different rides and we're picked up at the same place, going to the same place, then the average vehicle occupancy is two. And we would be taking a vehicle off off the road. And if there happens to be three different, uh, three people, then in fact, we take two vehicles off the road. So this is what's really fundamentally good it's obvious that it should be that way, but if if we consider, for example, the carpooling lanes on the 405 in, in Los Angeles, I mean, why does anybody get to go in the carpooling lane just because they, they're chauffeuring their kid to a violin lesson? I mean, my goodness, um, uh, that's not, uh, that's not uh, taking any capacity off the California roads. Actually, it's 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 uh, really a, a very detrimental trip because that person's probably coming back home after dropping the kid off and then has has to go pick him up and then go back home. And so the average vehicle occupancy is actually 0.5. And, and for, you know, two of those four, four traverses by the car, the car gets to use the, the carpool lane. I mean, whatever. But of course, they're... In California, they don't have the opportunity to discern uh, the difference between a casual ride shares, two different people that would have taken two different vehicles, now only taking one uh, from a person uh, taking their kid to the violin lesson. So therefore, what could they do? But in New York, in in, in creation of this, what they've done is there's a reporting requirement. And that reporting requirement then uh, applies uh, the... um, uh, uh, the 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 charge, and one if there are two fares that are associated with that, with two different people paying, then yes, you get the break. If there's only one, you don't. And I think it's great. So so they've done it well. And what's even better, at least from my perspective, is all the data that's going to come from this, and we're going to actually be able to see. Uh, the extent to which uh, there is car, there is uh, ride sharing, there isn't ride sharing, 
there's, uh, there's congestion relief that's associated with this or there isn't congestion relief. And, um, and in fact, because we have the origins and destinations of the trips, we can look at, at what if the service wasn't there? Could have a person taken uh, uh, the subway? How much of a um, inconvenience would it have been for that person? What's the differential cost of the other trips? We'll be able to do all those analyses. So, of course, all my students will be happy about that, at least I hope. And do, do you think 75 cents is enough of an incentive? giving people a 75 cent break? Well, that's the break that this particular uh, application gives. Uh, if you do it on your own, then you, I think it's instead of, instead of $2 and 75 cents, it's 75 cents. So you save two bucks. Now, I don't know whether or not, to, you know, what the app is doing in terms of passing along. Does it only give you the 75 cents of the $2? And therefore this is how, this is their business uh, case in, 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 in providing you the app and the service that it does and matching you up. And of course, what the app does is apparently it says that if you, if you agree to be uh, a ride shareable uh, and uh, they don't find somebody else to get in with you, um, you'll, you won't be charged. uh, You'll still get the 75 cents uh, rebate. Uh, even though the the fare will have um, uh, will tack on uh, the two seventy five, I wonder what our friend uh, Sam Schwartz, uh, affectionately known as uh, Gridlock Sam, would have to say. He he's a proponent of people getting out and walking more. Maybe maybe they'll be doing more of that. Well, I think <laughs> for the short, you should walk. You should take the subway. Okay, and but you know there are a lot. There are a number of trips in New York, and in fact, uh, you can't. There are some trips that go in and out of New York that the subway doesn't work very well, uh, you know. But the, for the circumferential trips in in Brooklyn and in, in Queens, Staten Island, uh, you know, Uber, Lyft are providing a, a great service. And but there for the circumferential trips and the trips that don't uh, originate, terminate, or go through. Heaven forbid, we're going to go from Jersey to to uh, someplace on the island and go through Manhattan. Who would want to take that trip? But whatever. Um, uh, uh, again, it's it originate, terminate, or go through Manhattan that the surcharge gets uh, gets uh, charged. Also in New York, police are demanding that Google and Waze, owned by Google, must stop sharing drunk driving checkpoint information. Yes. I mean, uh, Waze, this was the way Waze, when they created their app, their turn-by-turn navigation app, basically differentiated themselves from everyone else, including Copilot, which, you know, I, I like to say was mine. And, 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 we never had too much regard for ways because they did that. Um, you know, um, speeding and, and getting, uh, uh, getting sobriety checked and so on is not a game. It's, it's an effort, uh, you know, by police to, to try to um, keep people from dying. And, and, and yes, um, uh, there are s- situations in which, uh, you know, communities uh, uh, 
generate revenue from speeders and basically we all feel like they're hiding behind the billboards and therefore it ends up being a game. Uh, I guess that occurs. At least I've, you know, I think I've gotten a couple of tickets that way myself, maybe. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's not a game. And, of course, police shouldn't be doing that. And, and in most cases, they don't. My goodness, uh, uh, it's not hard to find speeders on the New Jersey Turnpike. The speed limit's 55. Uh, most of the time, I mean. It's harder I mean, to find people who are going to speed limits. <laughs> you know, whatever. So it's not hard to find speeders. Uh, but, but uh, you know, the this this business of of, of making uh, making all this into some cat and mouse game, I just it just wasn't correct. And in fact, in 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 Europe, with what they call black spots, which is where they put speed cameras uh, in an effort to to try to get you to slow down, there the police was cooperating with us that we're making turn by turn navigation systems and saying. The reason we have these speed, uh, these black spots and speed cameras out there is to get people to slow down. So we're not hiding them. We're not playing cat and mouse. We want you to slow down. And so, therefore, they were encouraging us to, to put the locations in there to let people know so that they wouldn't be trapped by it, so that they had information. So up ahead, yes, it's a school zone. Slow down, sucker. Okay. Uh, you know, this isn't a game, uh, but but Waze was, oh, no, we're going to play this cat and mouse game and look at how cute we are. And I was shocked, actually, uh, that that uh, 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 Google went and bought Waze uh, because of that and had that. And I was even more shocked that after they bought them. They let them compute to continue this cat and mouse game. And as I write in Smart Driving Cars, it just amazes me that a company that claims that they'll do no evil, in fact, has allowed this to continue on. When did they buy ways? They bought them, what, three, four years ago? They've allowed this cat and mouse business. And then when it extends beyond, you know, uh, uh, speeding, which speed kills as we reported last time with respect to uh national uh, traffic uh, safety administration um uh you know uh, driving while impaired really kills and and to to sit there and and be condoning this uh my goodness google uh, uh um wake up well, maybe this uh, legal action uh, will will make a difference. Am- well, I mean, I, I I just don't know how they. I mean, really, you have to be cute to 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 get somebody to use your system. I mean, this is this is this this just this this um, uh, permits and 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 in fact encourages misbehavior uh, by the driving public. And, uh, and there's enough misbehavior. And the, the real reason why we have a safety problem on, on the roadways is, is really not because we don't know how to drive. It's because we misbehave while we drive. And, and for Google to be out there encouraging the misbehavior uh, in this way is, I mean, come on. Moving on, Amazon this week and its founder have certainly been in the headlines. First off, the company is making its biggest move yet in the self-driving car space with an investment in Aurora, 
part of Aurora's $530 million Series E funding round. Pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal. I don't know if it's their biggest because we don't know what they've been doing internally. And, you know, they don't need to talk to to anybody about what they've been doing internally. So therefore, internally, they may have been doing a whole heck of a lot more. But even if they haven't, this is a major one. And, and, um, you know, kudos to to Chris Ermson uh, for uh, for uh, getting uh, Amazon as a partner in in what he's trying to create. And uh, and uh, he and Amazon uh, can uh, can give Waymo a good run for their money. Uh, Ermson, of course, uh, came from uh, Waymo, uh, was its technical lead previously. And the chief product officer, Sterling Anderson, led Tesla's autopilot effort. And their CTO, Drew Bagnell, helped launch Uber's automated vehicle efforts. So they've got quite a team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's uh, right. <laughs> they are good. There's no doubt about it. They are they are a player. And uh, and now with <clears throat> with Amazon with them, uh, such that uh, really the the playing field for them expands um, from just uh, <clears throat> people movement to goods movement, and it does both of them. And in some sense, um, roughly the same technology is needed by by each of them. And it's not to say the Waymo is not in the goods movement uh, aspect of this, uh, but. Uh, but uh, having Amazon as part of the entity uh, then really puts it uh, puts that much uh, farther up on the on the on the scale, and therefore um, uh, this is a this is a really big one. So uh, this is a good investment uh, from a good investor, uh, and um, and makes uh, really elevates Aurora in in, in the. Uh, in the chain of, uh, uh, of competitors here. And Amazon's uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, a Princeton guy, made another bold move this week, taking on the National Enquirer. And you, you have something about this in the newsletter, too. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's off topic, and it probably shouldn't be in the newsletter. But, uh, but I make some comments in there, and I just invite people to, to read it. Uh, um, I I think it's, it's, I'm enormously proud of them and enormously proud to be a longtime faculty member of, um, of his uh, undergraduate institution. So uh, uh, really proud of him. Also, the cost of self-driving cars will be the biggest barrier to their adoption. This comes from the Harvard Review. You have some interesting things to say about this, too. Well, the problem, yeah, I, I should have put it in half-baked or come on, man, or, you know, whatever, but I didn't. Um, and it'd be nice if, if I couldn't find the, the source document and I wanted to um, basically, uh, you know, try to see if I could uh, uh, recreate their results. Um, uh, they come out with a uh, comment saying that, um, that uh, autonomous taxis are going to be three times as expensive uh, for people um, uh, for for people to to move around rather than to move around in what I call a jalopy, you know, an old car, and and that may or may not be true. And of course, their their 
their objective is, is and, and, and appropriately so, saying that uh, that uh, people who uh, who um, uh, whose only means of mobility and, and only affordable mobility is a is a uh, is a very inexpensive old car uh, that's been fully depreciated by others and so on and so forth. Um, is really uh, uh, an unsafe um, means of transportation, and of course, their safety is uh, they, they deserve to, to to be as safe and moving around as everybody else. And I certainly uh, uh, agree with that with that premise. That, that my goodness, uh, um, uh, we need to afford uh, the mobility disadvantage mobility. Uh, that that is that is excellent mobility uh, on demand available twenty four seven basically you know somewhat door to door as we as we provide for ourselves with our own automobiles and it needs to be safe uh, certainly I agree with that premise but then this to suggest that that uh, uh, autonomous taxi uh, service um, is is going to be way too expensive for them. I think they they've completely mixed up the technology. Um, uh, if the objective is safety, then in fact, really um, uh, the the safety features that are being put into the to the vehicles uh, today, some of which are being put in for safe driving cars to avoid collisions. Are are um, really uh, technologies that are getting to be very inexpensive, and uh, whose lives, whose technological lives, will will last until they become jalopies. They're solid state devices. They're small, and so on. Uh, there's no reason to think that all of a sudden the automated emergency braking system is not going to work anymore. Okay, so in fact, um, they will permeate down to jalopies, uh, you know, of the 2030s. That, of course, will take time. So that's an unfortunate aspect of it. Uh, but then to say that, you know, that the only way to get safety is if you uh, then can uh, either uh, let people take their hands off the wheel or feet off the brakes, all the technology that's needed for that and all those pieces or just try to make those things as safe as safe driving cars. Uh, so that's not that shouldn't be charged up against uh, um, the cost of this mobility, and neither should uh, the the cost of, of trying to get a driver and, and having it be driverless, uh, driver out of there and having it be driverless. So again, they're mixing up the technology, and, and this happens in so many studies. You know, they really want to talk about a safe driving cars and they end up applying costs associated with either self or, or driverless cars which are different entities and and it's not comparing apples and oranges it's 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 doing you know it, it's changing the uh, changing the playing field and so i really have to um, and there are some other things that i put in the in smart driving cars that really uh, raise it bring into question um, uh, this particular study and the, and the assumptions that were made. And of course, you can make assumptions such that anything looks bad, okay? So sure, I have this, and compared to that, uh, this is, that's three times worse. But of course, they've made the thing that they've compared it to 
um, not be relevant. So um, anyway, uh, I didn't like that. Really, and and can add further confusion in in the public arena too. Right, and the, the part of the problem with this is, of course, because it's Harvard. Whatever review, you know, this this uh, entities picked it up, that entities picked it up, and all of a sudden, you know, this becomes a bunch of fake news out there, and and it's uh, whatever. Well, some states are making uh, some moves that we should talk about. In Utah, legislators are moving to allow driverless vehicles anywhere on public roads. Uh, I think there was a unanimous committee passage this week in that state. So movement there. Uh, Fantastic. And come on, Jersey, we have to do the same thing. On the way, right? Uh, It's... Uh, much progress was made this week. That's all I can tell anybody. Well, under simply clickbait, there's a story from uh, the Nikkei Asian Review that says Nissan Renault Alliance to join Google on self-driving cars. You've got your eyebrows raised. I can see them. <laughs> well, yeah, because I couldn't find anything that would support the report. And certainly, I don't believe that Google or Waymo has um, has uh, indicated that there's any truth in it. So, uh, or maybe I, I must have missed it. I didn't find it. So, um, and I look at it and I say to myself, um, uh, yes, uh, if Waymo wants to go in Japan, they probably need a Japanese car to do it with, or, you know, four wheels and, and, a, and, a, and a space for people to sit. Um, and, and uh, Nissan would be a, a reasonable partner. So would Toyota, whatever. Uh, but, uh, but for this to be anything more than that, uh, I, I don't know. I'd be surprised, uh, uh, Waymo is sitting there. They have a, they, they've been working with Jaguar and and and, uh, and uh, uh, Chrysler and uh, I don't know whatever. And finally, you had some fun in in the newsletter with this one. Uh, and instead of uh, playing like an April Fool's joke, we'll we'll say this is from the Onion and it's like six years old. Uh, a report that says it's pretty incredible that Americans are entrusted with driving cars. And to quote from it just a little bit, it reads, citing that a majority of Americans are irresponsible, easily distracted people who have little regard for other human beings. A new Department of Transportation report revealed Wednesday that it's actually kind of crazy that U.S. citizens are allowed to drive automobiles. (laughs) Uh, I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) Anyway, we have to have fun in doing all of this, don't we, friend? We do. And, uh, you know, sometimes humor contains a lot of truth. <laughs> yes. And that is it for this edition. You can find us at smartdrivingcar.com, on anchor.fm, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple, Google, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and more. Ask that smart speaker to play us, too. You can find my tech reports at textonation.com. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Alan Kornhauser. Thank you for listening.